0: Hey, it's V David Webb, and here's a highlight from today's show on Sirius XM Patriot. Andrew Giuliani is uh, one of the candidates running uh, for the Republican nomination to take on the incumbent replacement for Andrew Cuomo, the disgraced and now former governor of New York, and uh, he joins me now. Andrew, good morning. How are you?
1: David, good morning. Good to be with you again.
0: Let's dive right in, Andrew. Uh, And, of course, you have the legacy of having watched your dad, as I did, clean up New York. And from then to now, and you've been there when he and I have had many discussions about what needs to be done. Biden comes to New York today, goes to one police plaza. We're going to have the big show, the media, the whole bit. And they're focusing on gun control, not criminal control.
1: Yeah, you know, and you highlighted it, you know, before I I jumped on here, and I think you highlighted it so well, which is very simply that uh, Kathy Hochul, our current governor, is just playing politics, not concerned at all with the safety, uh, not just of the New York Police Department and their 36,000 officers, detectives, sergeants, lieutenants. But also the 8.5 million New Yorkers and all those millions of people who choose to spend their tourist dollars in New York. Uh, And unfortunately, that's what we've seen with her reaction to the new D.A., to Alvin Bragg in Manhattan. You know, I I called on Kathy Hochul uh, to remove Alvin Bragg after he wrote that memo to his assistant district attorneys. I believe he's completely reclassified entire categories of law not just taking discretion as a prosecutor on an individual case uh, and I believe that violates his oath of office and under article 8 section 13 D of the New York State Constitution she should remove him but what you said so eloquently much more eloquently than I can say it David before I got on is she is playing politics before she actually cares about the welfare about the safety of New Yorkers. And because of that, because she wants to move as far to the left as possible to secure the Democratic nomination for her party to run again in 2022, or I should say to run in 2022, she's putting the safety and welfare behind politics.
0: Well, and she it's the safety and welfare of the community, not just in New York City. This Uh, issue with the liberal progressive Democrats, I don't care whatever name they want to call themselves under whatever moniker, uh, extends beyond New York City because this is a national problem of having this, you know, how do we diminish police? How do we put or how do they rather not we, but how do they put police on defense and make them uh, you know, have to judge their actions or try to prejudge. It, it has a real effect. It was called the Ferguson effect after Ferguson in 2014. But it's really a national effect underway today. You're absolutely right. And I think just looking in New
1: York City now, obviously, but I mean, looking outside, look at Philadelphia, right? There were more murders in Philadelphia, which is a fourth of the size of New York City. Uh, th- than there were even in New York last year because it has just gone absolutely crazy. And you have a D.A. who also will not prosecute the same thing in L.A. and San Francisco. And, and those district attorneys are, are currently being recalled or in the process of being recalled. So you're absolutely right. This is not exclusive to New York. Obviously, with my campaign and, and my focus, it's, it's on New York State. We're seeing it in Rochester, New York as well. Rochester last year had the most murders ever in their recorded history. Um, so this is not something that's exclusive. You know, we can get into bail reform and the role that that plays. There is, uh, if you look at the timing of crime increasing across New York State, uh, right when Cuomo signed the bail reform, the cashless bail law, uh, crime just spiked and violent crime doubled basically over that three period, three-year period around the state. Um, So really, it it has been a lack of leadership from the top and and getting to the original point that you were making there in terms of what to expect from the from Biden's visit to uh, to New York today. And what Hoka will say, I mean, hearing Eric Adams's eulogy yesterday and and look, I have I supported Curtis Lee. I was pushing hard for him, but I have hope for Eric Adams. He's saying some of the right things, putting the plainclothes unit back on the streets is certainly Certainly one thing, standing up to Black Lives Matter is, is something that I certainly strongly support. And he did that as mayor-elect. Um, but, you know, yesterday all he talked about during it was, during the eulogy was guns and not talking about the perps that are actually pulling the trigger. And, and unfortunately, I think what his plan and what Kathy Hochul's plan is is going to be very similar to Biden's, which is let's go after the legal gun holders while not actually going after the illegal weapons. Uh, that gangs are holding and all that, and and I think that's a, a massive mistake, uh, and uh, on top of it being a uh, encroachment
0: on our Second Amendment rights. Yeah, you know I, I I get it. The the statements during when we talk about Eric Adams, the statements during the campaign were there, and uh, I I warned I warned New Yorkers, I warned the country. That he was a fraud. I warned him. I said his arrest and conviction record, nobody would ask him about that publicly. Officers yep. who worked to him spoke to me, said he has nothing. He's an empty suit on this. And uh, his political ploys and plays are now, unfortunately, turning out to be deadly. Because on un- you know, like Kathy Hochul doing nothing when it comes to Alvin Bragg's day one memo and a roadmap to criminality, Eric Adams has stood by. Eric by Alvin Bragg. I mean, he got up there in front of a cop killer mural with a cop killer, Huey Newton, Black Panther founder, Malcolm X and others, and talked about this. Uh, and about police and what he would do. I mean, he sent a signal, and signals and images and optics are important in politics and in real life. Uh, With Biden going there today, Andrew, and not again within New York, but as you mentioned, Larry Krasner in, uh, in Philadelphia and other cities, do you expect any real change from the Democrat Party platform, or is this as I've surmised, political marketing because of upcoming elections
1: you know what this reminds me of uh dave this reminds me of after the republican convention in 2020 so if if you watch the democratic zoom convention uh in 2020 in august a week later uh you had the republican convention and the polling on the rioting that was happening around the streets all around the cities. Uh, was starting to really affect Democrats. And what you finally saw after literally three months of rioting all across our country, you saw Democrats finally push back a little bit on crime, just enough so then that way they can check the box and the leftist establishment media could come out there and say, look, they they are saying the right things. Biden is going to do this, and and that's fine. Um, I think you're going to see a little bit of talk about it, but absolutely no action And you're going to have the CNNs and MSNBCs of the world standing up for them and saying, look, they are talking about it, something they are addressing. There's a there's a 27 point plan they have right there. And that plan will get, you know, will be put in the in the third drawer in the desk, never to be looked at uh, by any of the Democratic politicians in New York. So I expect a, a little bit of lip service, not even a lot of lip service, a little bit of lip service and absolutely no action.
0: Yeah, and to go with that point, Andrew, before we wrap up here, I went back and looked at Biden's past on, uh, quote, uh, reducing gun violence. And last July, he hosted a big meeting about this. He wanted Congress to put an additional, and they did, even though it didn't pass, $500 million more to combat gun violence into the fiscal year 2022 spending package. Uh, that was back in July. That's $500 million, but yet... Bill de Blasio cut a billion dollars just from the New York City budget, the police budget. So I'm not saying there's not a review of budgets needed. You want to make sure your spend is accurate and it's used correctly for the, you know, what the agency, in this case, NYPD and its support agency partners should do. But, you know, they play this game of we're supporting it while at another level they're cutting across America.
1: You know, and I'm, sober, I'm so glad you brought up the defund the police movement in this, because of the many things that the defund the police movement is, we know it's Marxist, um, but of the many things that it is, just think about this basic concept. Uh, when you defund a police department, especially one like the NYPD with 36,000 members, that really is, I think, the greatest law enforcement organization in the world, and I think one of the greatest organizations in the world as well. But when you defund the police you make it tougher for them to get the illegal weapons out of criminals' hands. While at the meantime, the solution is to make it tougher and tougher for legal gun owners to actually get permits and get the opportunity to carry. So you are, at the same time, you're actually making it tougher for those who are responsible to actually carry a firearm while you're making it easier for the gangsters and the criminals to, To have all of these weapons, it it not only makes no sense, but it just continues this cycle of chaos that we have seen in our cities, not just exclusive to New York City, but as you highlighted so well, Chicago, Philadelphia, San Francisco, Los Angeles. This is going on all around the country and all around the state. We're seeing it in Rochester and Albany and Buffalo, all around the state. So uh, when I hear the defund the police, when I hear defunding the police getting talked about, Uh, along with then more gun control, Uh, it it not only makes no sense, but it is 180 degrees from the proper thinking on how we should be looking at crime in cities and states and how how we should be attacking it on top of preserving our Second Amendment
0: rights. Andrew Giuliani, uh, gubernatorial candidate in the state of New York. His website, ny Andrew, great to hear from me. Best of the family. And uh, we'll talk soon.
1: David, always great to be with you. And to all your listeners, think of Detectives Mora and, and Officers Rivera today and say a prayer for them. They are, they are heroes, just like so many of those NYPD members and all of our law enforcement around the country. We, we stand with you.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, folks, when you take a look around the country and you see just in Houston along the border so many different ways in different circumstances, law enforcement, every time they remove an officer from the job, the community pays the price in some way. All right. Thank you, Andrew. We'll take a quick break. 866-95-PATRIOT, 957-2874. I'll take the call. Thank you. You can join me live on the david webb show monday to friday nine to noon east on sirius xm patriot 125